Welcome to the Claudio Rosano Show on ClaudioRosano.com, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Claudio will be speaking to sports legends from the 70s, 80s, and 90s about their careers, business, and what they're doing now. He will also hold roundtable discussions with some old friends about trending topics in the world of sports. And now, here's Claudio. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning into the Claudio Rosano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. As always, want to thank Rick Mitchell for the introductions and my fantastic producer, Adam Zaluf. Today's guests are Rick Mitchell, once again, singer, actor, voiceover guy, legendary coach of the Raiders softball team, and uh, one of my good friends who I, I wish he lived closer out of Queens, New York. We were always at Vinnie Paz. Uh, fights. And that's Russ Cuomo, a New York sports expert, St. John's fan, but he knows about all the sports. So uh, welcome to the show, guys. Glad to be here. A pleasure to be here. All right, man. Now, Russ was on before years ago, so uh, glad to have him on again. Well, today we're going to talk about halls of fame, um, who's in, who should be in, who's not in and why, and things like that. These are always fun shows to do because, uh, especially our two guys today are very opinionated on them, but we're going to start off with the boxing hall of fame, which was, which was just announced last, uh, Wednesday, I believe. And, uh, Roy Jones, you the voters are allowed five votes and three get in, which to be honest with you, uh, Russ, I'll start with you. Do you think that's a little too tight of a window? Do you think that's too small of uh, guys getting in, just three guys every year? I definitely think so because there's guys that are on the ballot year after year after year who are worthy of being in a hall. But then, you know, you get a guy like, for instance, this year, Roy Jones. How How is he not going to make it the first time on the ballot? Exactly. So that's going to push – Guys that were on the ballot, you know, lower, they're going to keep missing out. And, you know, three, I, I think four, four, um, four got in, right? Uh, or three got in. Roy, Miguel Cotto, James Tony, and right. uh, for the women, Holly Holm. Yeah. Now, you know, you get a guy like Vinny Paz, who's been on the ballot, I think, the last three or four years, and right. continually does not get in. And, to me, it's a travesty how he's not in the Hall of Fame. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from some of these fighters that are in, but if you look at his his record or as in college basketball, we like to say that their body of work, he right. deserves to be in. Um, I think Miguel Cotto is a borderline Hall of Famer. Now, he, he did have some, some good wins. He did beat Margarito. He did beat Sergio Martinez. You know, he lost to Pacquiao. Um, he lost to Canelo. He had a bad loss to Austin Trout. He lost to Floyd. So, you know, but I think Vinny should have been in this year. This was the year he should have been in. I'm with you a thousand percent. Vinny, 50 and 10, five world championships, lightweight, junior middle, super middle, Cotto, 40. I mean, Jones and Tony, I'm, I'm no problem whatsoever. Cotto, 40, and, and like you said, borderline Hall of Famer, no disrespect to Cotto, 41, 633 knockouts, four weight classes. I get it. That, that's good. Uh, light welter, welter, lightweight, middle. I've had some nice wins, but I think this may have been his first year on the ballot, I think, uh, where Vinny's been there three, four years. And, you know, one thing about Vinny that they always used to say in the 90s, 
uh, well, on Vinny's heyday, they said that three guys could pack the house without having a belt. And that was George Foreman, Mike Tyson, and Vinny Paz. Uh, extremely popular, as you know, Russ, you've seen it firsthand. Fought his heart out every round, as you've seen it firsthand, Russ. And for him not to be in, I'm with you. I thought for sure this was going to be the year. And there are some guys in there that, you know, you and I are both fans of, and Rick, too, uh, that, you know, we won't single them out, but they're in the Hall of Fame, and they have nowhere near the record that Vinny does. But, Rick, uh, your thoughts on Roy Jones Jr., James Tony, and Cotto getting in, and, and really Vinny Paz not making it. Well, as you say, I don't have a problem with Jones or, or, or Tony uh, at all. Uh, but when a guy like Cotto gets in before Vinny Paz, yeah, I have a bit of a problem with that. I mean, if, if you if you blank out the names and blank out the pictures and you put up, okay, here's a guy with over 50 wins and you and, and five titles in five different weight classes, that's that's to me that's automatic. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, I don't think you and the broken neck coming back from a broken neck. We forgot about that. A- exactly. I mean, he, the, the backstory should should enhance his chances. I mean, how many people have come back from what he came back from and worked hard and did his thing? You know, it it it, it goes across all halls of fame, and I'm sure we'll get to this a little later. But you 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 wonder how is it possible that people like Vinny Paz are out or left out of the Hall of Fame. Now he hasn't been he hasn't been uh, eligible for like 15 years. But goodness gracious, I think that, that's a that's a home run. Uh, that that's easily um, you know he's easily first ballot. I and, and like Russ said, you know maybe it's because there were some people that you know were were, were slam dunks you know before uh, or, or when when Vinny was eligible the first couple of years. A couple of people were slammed on. Sure, okay, I get it. But it, it, you you start to wonder, okay, when's he going to get in? I mean, what does he have to do? What did he have to do over his career? What did he have to co- accomplish to get in? So uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's ridiculous that he's not in. It, it is, and I think you know you said something. If you took the picture away and just looked at the stats, um, and as as we all know, Hall of Fames are political. They're personal. You know, I always use the story years ago, and we'll get into baseball, of course. We're going to talk a little NFL Hall of Fame as well. But um, uh, there was a guy, Bill Conlon, who has his own backstory. You can look that up uh, without me talking about it. But he always used to say that he was not going to vote for Nolan Ryan because certain guys didn't vote for Don Sutton. What the hell does that have to do with Nolan Ryan? You know, <laughs> right. And, and, and another thing, you know, Russ and Rick, is Hank Aaron, when he retired, he well, he had he held the most important record of all sports, the home run record, right? He didn't get all the votes. Right. Willie Mays is like not even real. He didn't get all the votes. Tom Seaver didn't get all the votes. Um, Nolan Ryan, who's number one all time in strikeouts, didn't get all the votes. Those guys, I think the only guy in history who got all the votes, I want to say, was Mariano Rivera, right, Russ? I believe that's right. Yeah, and one guy didn't vote for Jeter, so. When you're doing that, I think you're just trying to be a smart ass. Okay. But I think these things get personal. And Vinny not being in um, is, and, and ironically, we're going to have uh, Lyle Fitzsimmons, who is a Hall of Fame voter. He's been on this show, but he's going to be on our boxing show, The Boxing Authorities, uh, next week. So I'm going to ask him about that. But 
Um, yeah, hopefully, I know Vinny's really upset about it. He might not admit it, but I know he's upset about it. And uh, hopefully next year, um, you know, he'll he'll get in because I don't know who's eligible, but uh, you know, we'll we'll see. But Russ, do you think he he'll, he'll ever get in? I want I w- I would hope so, Claudio. I really would. Um, again, you just said it. I don't know who's who's up for next year um, as well, but. I really thought this was going to be the year. And, and again, I'm not taking anything away from Miguel Cotto. Um, I don't, I don't believe he doesn't deserve it, but I just don't, I think Rick said it. I don't think it was a slam dunk. And I think um, Vinny should have gotten in, especially right. if this was Cotto's first year eligible for yeah. it, which I think yeah. it was. Um, I'm hoping he gets in. I mean, the body of work is there. It, it's not going anywhere. And I, I just hope he gets in sooner rather than later. Yep. I'm with you. Next he certainly the, deserves to get in before Cotto, in my opinion. That yeah. again, not taking anything away from Cotto, but I think, you know, when you compare the two side by side, he certainly deserves it before Cotto does. And Rick, you know, since you mentioned, let me ask you this. Now, uh, obviously, you know more Vinny, you know, through me and all that kind of stuff. But you know, in your day, in your day, you were a huge boxing fan. Yeah. And, and this is not to put you on the spot, but how well did you know? Miguel Cotto, as opposed to like Vinny. I mean, Vinny's kind of everybody knows about Vinny. How well did you know about Miguel Cotto? Well, not as not as well, to be fair, yeah. not as well. But but again, you know, unless I go, unless I pick apart their individual opponents, unless I say, okay, who did Cotto fight? Who did Vinny fight? You know, and I was a and admittedly a Vinny Pass fan, right? Um, but just again, the the record is there, the weight classes are there. Uh, the, the name, and, and here's another thing, if you want to talk about just the, uh, just a casual boxing fan, kind of like the way I am now, not the way I used to be 20 years ago, but the way I am now, if you want to talk about the casual boxing fan, more people know Vinny Paz than know Miguel Cotto. That was my point. You know, and, 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 and that's, that's the point that if, 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 if they're saying that the records are so close and everything's just razor thin margins between Vinny and, and Cotto, then, okay, what are, what are the X factors? Right. What are the other things that you say? Okay, let me, let me say, what, what, what does this guy bring to the table? What does this guy bring to the table? Certainly, it's Vinny's backstory, uh, what, what, he had to, what he had to overcome. And then you say his marketability, his name recognition. Boxing fans know Miguel Cotto. I know him. I mean, I, I you know didn't follow his career closely, but I know who he was. Casual boxing boxing fans probably don't or don't know him as well. Uh, but but you talk about Vinny Pazienza. Good lord! I mean, exactly. the image comes up of him working out with the halo exactly. on when he's exactly. recovering from his accident. I mean, that's exactly. the image that is in my mind. I, you and I talk about that all the time. That that's the image in my mind. And this guy worked and worked and worked, and he got back to the top of his profession. And again, if the, if the margins are so close between those two guys, does Cotto have a backstory like that? You guys can answer that better than I could, but I don't think he does because like Vinny, you know, yeah, not, not a bigger or a better one than Vinny does. And he won three more world titles after the broken. Back. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, and Rick, you said it, one of, what Rick just said, it. one of the X factors is, and, and, and I'll say it is who's, who's voting on this. These reporters that yeah. are voting, there's you know, a known reporter and maybe one or two that don't like Vinny. They don't like him. 
and it's been put out there. It's 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 been on social media. Right. I don't have to mention names, but I think that's terrible. And you know, personal feelings aside, we're we're not we're going by their their career in the ring. Um, and I believe that and you undercut your credibility. You undercut back. your credibility as a voter if you do that. Right. Yeah, it's it's uh, Russ hit it on the head to do some personal things, but there's a ton of other voters. These guys may have some influence, which is ridiculous, but um, yeah. I don't know. Well, hopefully soon Vinny will get in and uh, we'll make a trip to Canastota. But uh, next we'll be talking about the NFL, but we're going to hear from our sponsors first. Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, Criminal Defense Attorney Eric Jackson-Lurie, the Quaker Valley Rotary Club, and don't forget about my book, Lead from the Heart Up, Not to Neck Up, How to Create a Positive Winning Culture on the Field and in the Office. You can get it on my website, ClaudioRelsano.com, JohnMelvinPublishing.com, Amazon.com, and you can get it at the Barnes Noble and Robinson Township. And don't forget about our great boxing show, uh, The Boxing Authorities with Smoke and Jim Frazier and Luther Dupree. And I, you can watch it on PCTV 21 Pittsburgh, PCTV 47 if you have Comcast in Pittsburgh. And globally, you can watch it on live.vivetv at network. Uh, so don't forget to watch that. All right, we're right back with Russ Cuomo and Rick Mitchell. It's so nice to be outside this time of year to enjoy boating, fishing, gardening, and golf. How about swimming and playing in the park, Parker? Yes, Hudson. Unless you're experiencing sneezing, headaches, nasal congestion, itchy, watery eyes, and hives, it's allergy season. Can Grandpa help people feel better? Yes, Hudson. At the Roscoe Allergy Center in Dubois, folks can get relief so they can enjoy their summer. Call Grandpa today at 814-375-0455. Modern solutions with the allergy care you've been looking for. Gotcha. The law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Dom Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Would you like to join a community service-oriented group to help provide remarkable services such as the Halloween Parade, Santa Parade, a Memorial Golf Outing, the annual Harvest Festival, award secondary educational scholarships, and raise several fundraising events? If so, the Quaker Valley Rotary Club is looking for people of action who live a service-above-self type of lifestyle and want to help make the Quaker Valley District even better. Please visit us at www.quakervalleyrotary.org or call Scott Zayner at 412-720-0298. Okay, guys, let's hop into the uh, NFL Hall of Fame. There's three guys who I've been talking about constantly for the Hall of Fame. And one of them, two of them, uh, people already think that they're already in. But uh, Roman Gabriel is 1969 NFL MVP, 
obviously everybody knows who Roman Gabriel is and everybody thinks he's in the Hall of Fame. And the big thing about Roman is every, a lot of the NFL players, most NFL players that he played against, the quarterbacks, the linemen, the defensive linemen, offensive, they all say that Roman should be in. And there has been some traction with him to get in the past couple of years. Matter of fact, I thought he was going to get in the past two years, but he's not in. Harold Jackson, who ironically, uh, these guys, these three guys are linked together. Harold Jackson, which Chuck Knox traded Harold Jackson or traded Roman Gabriel for Harold Jackson uh, to Philadelphia in '73. Harold Jackson um, had 579 receptions, 76 TDs, averaged 18 yards a catch back in the day where the, the wide receivers used to get pounded off the line. Uh, not like today, because if he were playing today, his numbers would have been ridiculous. 579 catches for his era was unbelievable. And not just because I was a huge L.A. Rams fan, but this guy, even to this day, one of the top wide receivers I've ever seen in my life. Great hands, great routes, unbelievable speed. And then Chuck Knox, three-time Coach of the Year Award uh, winner, turned three teams around uh, from nothing. The L.A. Rams, Buffalo Bills, and Seattle Seahawks. Uh, when he retired, he was number five all-time in wins. Now he's 10th. Um, first of all, Rick, before you add any on your own, your thoughts on those three guys? Well, yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, Knox is the one that puzzles me. I don't understand why Chuck Knox is not in the Hall of Fame. As you said, number five all-time when he retired. You know, what, what, what more did the man have to do? And I know what the voters are looking for. They're looking for the championship. They're looking for the big ring. Okay, fine. But there are there are, are people in the Hall of Fame that don't have the ring, that, that had the stats, they had the they had the pedigree, they should be in the Hall of Fame. Knox baffles me. I, I, I've never understood why Chuck Knox is not in the Hall of Fame. Um, and as you said, the other two guys you mentioned, uh, again, and, and Roman Gabriel is another one. He played in... Uh, a, a huge market. You know, you would think that just the just his his exposure, and besides his MVP and, and, and his and his overall play over his career, his exposure would have gotten him uh, a leg up on the Hall of Fame. You know, and and as you said, um, uh, 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 I'm blanking on his Harold name. Jackson. What's his name plus Harold Jackson. Harold Jackson. Um, he had numbers that today, if you extrapolate those numbers for today's numbers, you know, he's got crazy stats, for you sure. know, and, and, and that's a, that was a running league back then. Yeah, and he right. put up those kind of numbers. Lynn Swan had similar numbers and is in the Hall of Fame. Right. And I thought that took too long, by the way, um, yes. for him to get in, for Swan to get in. So, again, three for sure that that you, you scratch your head you what what's going on why aren't these people in the hall of fame i'll add one more since since i'm a pittsburgher and everybody's going to accuse me of being provincial um it's, uh, john cole john cole from the steelers was one of the best offensive linemen in the 70s and he does not get recognized uh and there and i've heard people say there's already too many steelers of the 70s in the hall of fame <laughs> i i don't that argument is absolutely ridiculous it it, it are there too many 27 Yankees in the Hall of Fame? Are there too many of those guys? Are there too many Celtics of the 60s in the Hall of Fame? Doesn't doesn't make sense to me. And like I said, Cole Cole has four rings. He's got you know his his reputation, his pedigree. It's all there. Why isn't he in? 
And I think it's anti-Steeler bias of the 70s because, oh, we put – and then we just put Donnie Shell in. And we did – Donnie Shell was 20 years too late as far as I'm concerned getting in. So, yeah, it, I, I'll add my, well, John Cole to those three guys that you mentioned. Head scratchers, why aren't they in? Yeah, that, that's ridiculous. That's a lousy excuse. Oh, there's too many yeah. zeros. Well, that's they won. Yeah. You know, like if they said there's yeah, too many right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the '70s. Okay, I get it. You know, yeah. Russ, is there anybody uh, in mind that you think uh, you know being out in New York and and is there anybody that sticks out or those guys uh, comments yeah. on the guys that I mentioned? Claudio, as you know, football is not my uh, right. strong point, but the, the three guys that you spoke about and 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 Rick had just mentioned. I, I mean, the stats sure sound like they belong in the hall. Yep. Yep. Without question. Uh, well, like I said, hopefully the veterans committee, cause that's the only way they're going to get Chuck has gotten a little yeah. talk here and there. Roman Gabriel has gotten traction. So we'll see what happens now. The, the big one that I know that we can, all three of us can really talk about for quite a while is the baseball hall of fame. Now we're going to have a little Pittsburgh flavor here, a little uh, Brooklyn favorite flavor here as well. But Tony Oliva, got in and, and I'm fine with Tony Oliva got in one of the best hitters ever three-time batting champion eight-time all-star 220 home runs nine, 1,917 hits now he he got in and, and I'm okay with him getting in but Al Oliver who has 2,743 hits 219 home runs and and Tony Oliva batted 304 Al batted 303 one batting title one world series and Harold Baines got in a couple years ago. Uh, Rick, we'll start with you. Let's just start with those three guys. Uh, and Gil Hodges, by the way, got in, and and he deserved. Gil Hodges is one of those guys like Roman Gabriel. He's he's not in already, you know. And, and Rick, real real quick before well, that's right, I'll get to Russ as far as my question in a second about Gil Hodges. But Rick, your thoughts about Tony Oliva getting in and still no Al? Well, yeah, and, and that's. Again, these kind of things baffle me when you look at the you look at the the body of work and you see Al Oliver and you see obviously one of the best hitters certainly of the seventies the late sixties and the seventies um, and you look at his numbers you, these are Hall of Fame worthy numbers okay he didn't get the magic three thousand hits all right fair enough but again there are other guys in the Hall of Fame that don't have three thousand hits. Um, it, it's the entire body of work. And when, you know, uh, again, have no problem with Oliva. You're absolutely right. Have no problem with Oliva. Baines, uh, you know, there's, I can think of three guys right off the top of my head, including Al Oliver, that should be in before Harold Baines and right. should be in before uh, Jim Rice and, right. and these guys. I mean, yeah. And, and again, I'll be accused of being a provincial Pittsburgher. But really, I mean, if you look at the stats of these guys and, and then you say, well, why did Baines get in before Oliver or Parker? Dave Parker, it's a travesty that he's not in. Um, and why did why is Jim Rice in before Dave Parker, before Al Oliver? Why are these guys in? You know, so uh, uh, again, not too much of a problem with Oliva. I, I, you know, no. I have a problem with that. He was, you know, like you said, one of, one of the best hitters of all time. He's got his batting titles, you know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's fine. Um, but again, it, it comes back to, did he deserve to be in before Oliver? Right. Did he deserve to be in before a guy like Parker? Right. You know, so you, you, those, these are the questions. Not that he doesn't deserve to be in, 
but does he deserve to be in before these other guys? Exactly. And before we get into Dave Parker, uh, Rush, your thoughts. Number one, before I ask your thoughts about Oliva and Oliver and whoever else, does Gil Hodges get talked about still out your way? Obviously, you're in Queens. You know, Mets, he led the Mets to the 69 World Series, but his days as a player. But does he still get talked about out that way? He does. I uh, listen to uh, local sports talk radio uh, here in New York, and there are a lot of uh, call, a lot of call. You know, not all day long, but they were calling a lot about him getting in. I'm happy yeah. he got in, um, and and there are there are calls about him a lot um, that he should have got in. He should got in. I agree with everybody that did get in. I'm glad Hodges got in. I agree with you guys about Baines. Uh, I I kind of I kind of. I kind of could have went either way with him. Uh, I don't have a problem with him being in there. Um, I, I just, you know, going forward with the Hall of Fame, some of these uh, these these um, numbers are going to have to be adjusted because we're not going to get any pitches no more with 300 wins. You know, right? I think yeah. the standard is going to change. Yeah, you know. No, I'm with and I you. I think it's changing already. Yeah, it's uh, well. The game has obviously changed with with the way the pitching staffs are, and so on and so forth. And um, you know, to talk about Dave Parker, uh, I had uh, uh, David Jordan on. He was the uh, writer. He, he authored the book on Dave Parker. Fantastic book. So make sure you get it, the Cobra. And he was on a show, uh, my show, and the uh, Steel City Sports World. And he shocked me whenever I said. I said, is he not in the is Parker not in the Hall of Fame because of the '85 drug trial? He said, no. I said, I said really? Well, then what the hell is keeping him out? He said, his on base percentage isn't as great as others, or something like. That. I said, are you kidding me? His on base percentage, his on base percentage. <laughs> and then he said something wow. that I actually stopped him, and I I put it in my coaching wallet when he said that the Pirates of the '70s, and this is a great line. You guys will both appreciate it. And again, I stopped him during the show and I said, can you repeat that so I can write it down? Um, uh, he said that the Pirates of the 70s didn't worry about plate discipline. They worried about plate coverage. And I love that line. And, you know, they didn't go up there looking for the first pitch for a strike and all that garbage and taking the pitcher deep and all that. They went up hacking away. And but Dave Parker, that is an absolute crime. He was one of the best players. And and I'm going to and I'm going to say this. I didn't see Clemente. Um, he passed before I was actually able to see him. And I know Barry Bonds and all these guys. For me, Dave Parker was the best player that I ever saw with my own eyes. And he had the five tools, could run, could hit, could throw, could field, hit with power. And uh, you want to take a look at Dave Parker when he was prime in the All-Star game. In the All-Star game in 77, there was a hit and run. He's at first base. George Foster hits a single to left field. Parker scores. He scores on a single to left field. And he could look at the 79 uh, All-Star game where he throws two runners out, one at home, one at third. Then he's won batting titles. He won two World Series uh, relatively far apart with Pittsburgh and Oakland. Um, It's just unbelievable he's not in. But um, another thing, again, Rick, we've been talking about Pittsburgh. So, uh, Russ, I don't know if you remember these guys or not, but Rick and I certainly do. Two guys who should be in the Hall of Fame that they're one was mentioned but didn't get in. The other one hasn't been mentioned. One of them is the manager, Danny Murtaugh, who led the Pirates to the 1960 World Series and 1971 World Series. Uh, 
And Joel Brown, the general manager, was the architect of the 60 World Series, 71 World Series, and, you know, had his hands a little bit with some of the guys who won the series in 79. Rick, your thoughts on both of those guys? Yeah, uh, again, you, you, you talk about Chuck Knox. Uh, we talked about Chuck Knox before. And I think the, the, the one negative about Knox is he never got, he never won a Super Bowl, right? That's right. probably is what's keeping him out of the Hall of Fame. Again, I think that's ridiculous. But Danny Murtaugh has two rings. You know, <laughs> he won two, he won two World Series, two different, you could say two different eras, you know, uh, 11 years apart uh, with, with, uh, uh, completely different teams, except for, you know, Clemente and Maserati. Um, and, and yet he, he was able to do that. And he led these guys, uh, to, to many, to a few division titles and all that, you know, a lot of wins again, two world series. How many managers that managed as long as Murtaugh did that have two world series titles? Right. How many of them are not in the hall of fame? I, I can count one. You know, yeah. one leaps to mind is Danny Murtaugh. Right. And uh, again, again, travesty. Again, small market. You wonder how much that hurt Murtaugh and his chances to get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but you two know, World Series, such a two World market. Series is two World Series. And you mentioned small market. I agree. Another guy yeah. that we didn't mention was Billy Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Martin was, uh, that, everybody knows Billy Martin. You know, he's, he's, you know George that, Steinbrenner. <laughs> George Steinbrenner yeah. belongs in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, 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 he does. But and then Joel Brown, you said it. He he was the architect of two World Series type, uh, championships in, in two different eras with two completely different teams. You know, and and again, why is he not being considered? Again, the only thing I can think of is Pittsburgh was a small market. You know, and and you know maybe a lot. And, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of. Uh, anti you know uh not not to offend russ here but there's a lot of very pro new york uh uh stuff going on in the hall of fame mazeroski didn't get into the hall of fame until some of those yankees were off of the veterans committee you know exactly. and again no 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 uh no, no offense intended russ but you know that's that because there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of anger about that still in new york i i um uh, my wife has a um, my wife's uh, uh, nephew uh, lived in uh, li- lives in New York, and he was married to a gal. Her brother just can't stand the Yankees to this day because the Pirates to this day because of what happened in 1960. Yeah. And I mean, oh, yeah. you're talking 60 years ago, you know. So, wow. and, and, and I think there's a lot of that that goes goes along with it. This 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 bias about oh, you know, the Yankees the Yankees got screwed because the the Pirates got lucky in 60 and all that. Okay. You know, fair enough. But, you know, does that, does that really keep these guys out of the Hall of Fame? And I don't think it should. I'm with you. Um, Russ, your thoughts about uh, some guys who are not in that you feel should be in? Well, you know, uh, Rick was, uh, you and Rick were just speaking about, you know, manager, you know, won two World Series and he's not in. So I guess that means Dusty Baker will never get in. And, you know, I always thought Dusty could have got in, um, you know, between being a player and taking a few teams to the World Series. Yeah, he never right. won the World Series, but it, it looks like he may, he won't make it. A couple of players that I think 
should should be in Alba Bell should be in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Um, I can't I can't see how he's not. If you, I mean, if you look at his, you know, he played I think eleven years. He had over seventeen hundred hits, uh, almost uh, I think twelve hundred RBIs, three hundred eighty one home runs. He was a what is he a four or five time All Star? Right. And I think he batted just under three hundred, if I'm not mistaken. And again, I think it's definitely. Um, his personality didn't mesh well with um, reporters. Um, I think that played a big part in him not getting in. Mm-hmm. Um, and another player that I, that I always think, you know, when you think a when you think a Hall of Fame, you always think like what I try to think of it. The Hall of Fame shouldn't be uh, yes or no. It should just be a definite yes or a definite no. You shouldn't really right. have to think about it. Um, I think Andy Pettit's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, I, I am not a Yankee fan by any means, and I've rooted hard against the Yankees my whole life. I'm a, you know, as you know, I'm a Mets fan. But I think Andy, I think Andy Pettit's got to know. I mean, he's got 253 wins. Like I said, you're not going to see the 300 wins anymore. Um, and he was Jacob big time LeBron, in the playoffs. He was big time in the playoffs. He, you know, he was the ALCS MVP. He was a three-time All Star. Um, he he should he should be there. And you're not going to see the 300 wins anymore. I mean, Jacob DeGrom is the best pitcher on the planet right now. And I think he's won maybe in the last four or five years, 30 games or something like that. Some crazy number. Mm. I'm with you. Well, we come back. We're going to talk about the steroid era and maybe some other people who aren't in for whatever reason. So uh, when we come back, we're going to talk with uh, Russ Como and Rick Mitchell about more baseball. Thanks. It's so nice to be outside this time of year to enjoy boating, fishing, gardening, and golf. How about swimming and playing in the park, Parker? Yes, Hudson. Unless you're experiencing sneezing, headaches, nasal congestion, itchy, watery eyes, and hives. It's allergy season. Can Grandpa help people feel better? Yes, Hudson. At the Roscoe Allergy Center in Dubois, folks can get relief so they can enjoy their summer. Call Grandpa today at 814-375-0455. Modern solutions with the allergy care You've been looking for it. Gotcha. The law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout Western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar. 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Don Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Would you like to join a community service-oriented group to help provide remarkable services such as the Halloween Parade, Santa Parade, a Memorial Golf Outing, the annual Harvest Festival, award secondary educational scholarships, and raise several fundraising events? If so, the Quaker Valley Rotary Club is looking for people of action who live a service-above-self type of lifestyle and want to help make the Quaker Valley District even better. Please visit us at www.quakervalleyrotary.org or call Scott Zayner at 412 
720-0298. Welcome back to the Claudio Relsano Show with Russ Como and Rick Mitchell. Now, uh, some other guys are going to be up again this year that they've gotten some votes. Uh, you need 75% to get in, and we all know why they haven't been put in just yet. And that is Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and now this year, um, uh, Big Poppy Ortiz and Alex Rodriguez. This is their first time eligible. So, uh, Russ, I'm going to start with you. Uh, if you were vo- and Kurt Schilling, now Kurt Schilling, they didn't put him in. Be- I-, I guess it's because his political views and some uh, other controversial things he said. Um, but your thoughts on Schilling, Bonds, and Clemens for right now before we get into A Rod and uh, Big Poppy? Claudio, I look at it like this. If they're going to put them on the ballot, then they should be voted for their accomplishments. If they're not going to put them in the Hall of Fame based on potential steroids, then they shouldn't be on the ballot. Right. That's the way I look at it. If they're on the ballot, then they should be judged on their numbers and their career. If if there is a, a, a bias about putting these you know, you want to call it quote unquote steroid guys, Mm -hmm. then they shouldn't even be on the ballot. But if they're on the ballot, why not let them in? Yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, Let me ask, would you vote for them? I would. I I would, I don't, I don't know if I would vote, you know, for every one of them, but you know, like I would, you know, big poppy, um, shilling, Clemens, bonds. Yeah. They're hall of famous. You just don't like a rock. He was at the Yankees, right? (laughs) <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, A Rod. I mean, you know, numbers wise, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Um, I yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Rick, your thoughts on those guys? Yeah, absolutely agree. Uh, that, that, Russ, you said it so well. Uh, if you're on the ballot, they should be eligible. I mean, and this this tacit uh, this 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 this. Um, Thing where no, I, I, it doesn't matter if they're on the ballot. They're they're not Hall of Fame worthy in my mind. From these sports writers, again, it doesn't make sense. If they're on the ballot, they should be in. Should Bonds be in? Of course. Should uh, should A Rod be in? Of course. You know, Big Poppy. Of course. You know, uh, Schilling, Clemens. Yes, of course. You know, first of all, unless you can tell me, and, and were these steroid users? Yeah, you know, they were. But unless you can tell me. That, that Bond taking steroids added 300 home runs to his lifetime total. Unless you can, unless you can absolutely be sure of how much it helped him. I mean, is it, did it, I'm not naive. Of course it helped. Um, but you know, if you can say, Oh, he was a, he was a, uh, below hall of famer before steroids. He was a hall of famer after steroids. I don't know. I, that it's really hard to, it's really hard to, 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 to say that. You know, you can't really say that with any certainty that that's true. And the man put up the numbers. He put up numbers when he was a pirate, when right. he was a normal sized person before the hall, <laughs> before the steroids. So he put up he put up incredible numbers as a pirate. You know, um, and 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 uh, uh, Schilling and Clemens. I mean, uh, how many strikeouts was were those steroids worth? And I don't know if Schilling took steroids. I'm not sure about that it's obvious that some of these other guys did i don't think he was showing like you said claude showing is, is being probably blackballed because of his political beliefs again irregardless of what what you believe or what you what you uh what you, if you agree with him or not politically 
is the man Hall of Fame worthy? And I think he is. Well, I think so, yes, they put that I, absolutely term, they belong. They put that term yeah. belief, moral, uh, his morality and all that. But, um, yeah. you know, another thing that doesn't get mentioned is the pitchers that were that were pitching to Bonds and to Alex Rodriguez and and uh, McGuire and all these guys, they weren't on anything. So, you know, the, the whole thing was a mess at the time and, and it was what it was. Um, it wasn't great, but they did put up the numbers. Uh, and, and I think that they I, I think they've been punished long enough. Now, are you going to say, OK, Alex Rodriguez, you're going to have to wait another five, six years. You know what? Nobody's perfect. The voters have made mistakes. Every we all have made mistakes. These Hall of Fame voters have become, uh, you know, holier than thou, or um, you know, well, these guys are they're, they're bad, or this guy's bad, or whatever the case is, or or they just or it becomes political in their own sense. It, it's it's ridiculous, and and I think it's hurting. I still think it's hurting the game. I think the fans would like to celebrate these guys. Everybody, you know, has their opinion on who was on it, who wasn't, whatever. But I think that it's over now. Uh, I don't think people were as upset about it as they once were, and I think that they would like to see these guys in. Um, now, Russ, do you think that they ever will get in? Bonds, Clemens, Rodriguez, Ortiz, and Schilling. Wow, that's a great question. Um, do I think they ever will get in? Wow. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. As long as as long as these same uh, people voting, these same writers that are voting, that I don't think so, Claudio. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think they're going in. I think they're going to try to make they're going to try and make an example out of these guys, and uh, you know it could be like the Pete Rose situation. Yeah, which and, we're, uh, we're going to get into the Pete Rose situation. But you know, one thing though, real quick, Russ, not to interrupt you, and before you go on, Rick, Luther Dupree, who's on the show all the time, said something that. Nobody else really said, at least he was the first one I heard say it, there are managers who are in the Hall of Fame that benefited from those guys. So, (laughs) yeah, so, you know, how how are you going to separate the two? Rick, does Schilling, Bonds, Clemens, A-Rod, and uh, Ortiz get in? Any of them? Well, well, let me put it this way. If Shoeless Joe Jackson isn't in the Hall of Fame, none of those guys have a prayer. Okay. So, and and they – what, what they did was was um, performance enhancing. What Shoeless Joe Jackson did was to bet against his team. So, which is worse? Yeah. You know, cheat to be and better. And they really never proved that he money. did do it. He, they never really proved that he that, did. That's very true. And, that's, and that kind of goes to the point. If, if Shoeless Joe Jackson was in, who, ne- who did not get convicted, never really proved that he that he took money to to throw the 1919 World yeah, the series. highest batting average. Yeah, if he's not in, I don't see how Bonds and Clemens and Schilling and uh, these other guys get in. I don't see how it happens. And like Russ said, unless these voters, unless they do it for a veterans committee that years years down the line, and they just say, look, it was a steroid era. Everybody took steroids. Everybody's kind of exempt. From a from a banishment um, or from uh, from being left out of the Hall of Fame because we can't prove that everybody didn't do it. <laughs> and like you said, Claude, there are pitchers pitching against Bonds and 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 A Rod. W- were they juiced? Were were they on steroids? So 
you know, at some le- some point down the line, they might say, okay, look, everybody was on it. We just assume everybody was on it. It's a steroid era. You know, we're not going to take any records away. There's not going to be any asterisks. There's going to be, right. that's just the steroid era, just like the dead ball era. Right. The exactly. steroid era. So right. that's possible that down the line, 20, 30 years, when some of these writers are gone <laughs> with the access to grind, you know, that that's possible that they might get in. But right now, I don't see it. I'm with you. I'm with both of you. Exactly. Well, we're going to take our final commercial break to hear from our sponsors. Uh, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Don's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, Criminal Defense Attorney Eric Jackson-Lurie, Quaker Valley Rotary Club, and my book, Lead from the Heart Up, Not the Neck Up, How to Create a Positive Winning Culture on the Field and in the Office. You can get it on my website, ClaudioRosano.com, John, John Melvin Publishing.com, and Barnes and & Noble and Robinson, as well as the Amazon.com, Barnes and & Noble. Com. And don't forget about our great television show, The Boxing Authorities, with Smokey Jim Frazier, Luther Dupree, and myself. The best boxing show out there. You can see it on PCTV21, Comcast, PCTV47, Verizon. And you can also watch it on live.vivetv.network. Uh, it's a great show. You will enjoy it and continue to send your emails for the show uh, to me here on this show. But we'll be right back with Rick Mitchell and Russ Como. It's so nice to be outside this time of year to enjoy boating, fishing, gardening, and golf. How about swimming and playing in the park, Parker? Yes, Hudson. Unless you're experiencing sneezing, headaches, nasal congestion, itchy, watery eyes, and hives, it's allergy season. Can Grandpa help people feel better? Yes, Hudson. At the Roscoe Allergy Center in Dubois, folks can get relief so they can enjoy their summer. Call Grandpa today at 814-375-0455. Modern solutions with the allergy care you've been looking for. The law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Dom Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Would you like to join a community service-oriented group to help provide remarkable services such as the Halloween Parade, Santa Parade, a Memorial Golf Outing, the Annual Harvest Festival, award secondary educational scholarships, and raise several fundraising events? If so, the Quaker Valley Rotary Club is looking for people of action who live a service-above-self type of lifestyle and want to help make the Quaker Valley District even better. Please visit us at www.quakervalleyrotary.org or call Scott Zayner at 412-720-0298. Okay, guys, we're going to do our Eric Jackson-Lurie final word. Criminal Defense Attorney Eric Jackson-Lurie with offices located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. Call Eric at 412-963-9308. He's another big Vinny Paz fan and uh, Roberto Duran fan. He named his son after Roberto Duran Duran. 
and I'm godfather to his son, Noble. Always got to plug that in, too. Okay, for the Eric Jackson Lurie final word, Russ, does Pete Rose ever get into the Hall of Fame, and would you put him in? Um, I would definitely put him in, and as far as does he ever get in, what I what I think, and I, and I hate to say this because – you know, he, he's going to get in, but they're going to put him in after he's gone. And it, it's going to be terrible because um, Pete Rose uh, gets more of a crowd at Cooperstown. He's got his, his own little thing, you yeah. know, uh, in the street. And he's got tons and tons of people. and They love him. And he's signing autographs and taking pictures. And I believe he will get in, but I think it's going to be after he's gone. And, and, and I think it's terrible. You know, you guys mentioned uh, being on the ballot. They said he can no longer be eligible because his years on the ballot have uh, worn out. Well, he was never on the ballot. You know, so he, I mean, I think that they should put him on the ballot and I think he should be in. This has been going on since 1989. I think he's been punished enough. Uh, I don't believe it would be good for him to be, get a job with a team. I get that. I think he could be a great baseball ambassador. Um, He's they ask him to come to the ballpark whenever they're trying to sell tickets, you know, for these different uh, yep. legendary teams and legendary players and all that kind of stuff. They have his stuff at the Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, again, I know he made the big mistake. We got it. He's been in, you know, he's been paying for it for years. And I think it would be a big celebration um, if he were allowed to get in. And I think the game needs a celebration right now. Rick, your thoughts, especially now with the lockout. Rick, your thoughts. Do I put him in? Absolutely. Uh, Talk about a first ballot Hall of Famer, 100%. You know, nobody should have any reason to vote against him. Um, As far as, you know, oh, you know, I'm not going to vote for him because this guy didn't vote for this guy. You know. Now, I think part of the problem was, when this first happened, I, I think all of the powers that be didn't see him as contrite enough. He made some, you know, some, some halfway feeble attempts at apologizing, things like that. Um, but, but I agree with both of you guys. I think he, he will get in eventually, but it's going to be posthumously, like Russ said. And I think, and Claude, you're absolutely right. This baseball could use this kind of infusion of, 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 um, you know, joy <laughs> yeah, thing, yeah. to celebrate one of its best players ever of all time. Um, so will he get in? Yeah, probably, but it's going to be a while, you know, and it, he probably won't live to see it as Russ said. Yeah. It's, it's again, maybe I'm just a forgiving guy, at least unless you're a family member. Um, Rick knows about that. <laughs> But, but having said that, uh, having said that, I'd love to see him get in. And for baseball's, you know, selfish reasons, they should say, hey, we like Rick used the word infusion. Uh, can you imagine if they had a, you know, if they put him on the ballots whenever uh, and say he's going to be up for the whole and, and he gets in? You know, I, I think people would absolutely pack the place. Um, baseball needs this infusion, as Rick said. And uh, as I repeat, he's he's been through enough. He's he's he made the mistake. All right, we got it. You know, who the hell is perfect? Who who hasn't made mistakes? Um, so hopefully that'll happen. But um, guys.
Guys, I always enjoy talking to you on the show, off the show. Appreciate you both, Russ. I'm looking forward to coming out there May 1st for Donnie LaLonde's uh, New York State Boxing Hall of Fame. We're going to spend some time together. Looking forward to that very much. Hopefully Paz will be there. Uh, I know Cooney will be there for Jerry Valley, uh, not Jerry Valley, Victor Valley. Who the hell is oh, Jerry Vale? I got the Italian singer on my mind. Uh, Vic, <laughs> Victor Valley, his old trainer. So uh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Rick, uh, looking forward to uh, me, you, and uh, Vinny going, Vinny Kaplack going to dinner here soon. Yeah. Uh, we we talk just about every Absolutely. day. Russ, miss you, brother. Uh, Rick, I'll be seeing you soon, and I appreciate you guys being on the show. Thank you. All guys, pleasure, Claude. Thank, thank you. All right, guys, thank you. Uh, as always, I want to thank uh, our sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Don's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, Criminal Defense Attorney Eric Jackson-Lurie and the Quaker Valley Rotary Club. Uh, don't forget about my book. You can get it on my website. Our boxing show, The Boxing Authorities. Check us out on VIVE uh, Network, uh, TV Network. And um, Rudy Rudiger is going to be on soon. I don't know when. We're trying to nail him uh, down with a date, so uh, we'll get him on soon. I'll let you know ahead of time. Uh, thank you, Adam Zalouf, greatest producer around, fantastic guy. Appreciate Adam uh, very, very much. Thank you, Rick, for the introductions and the outros. Uh, listeners, I appreciate you guys listening and the kind emails. Continue to listen to the show, spread the word. And finally, thank you, Mom and Pop. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to The Claudio Rosano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Be sure to tune in next time on ClaudioRosano.com. Outside this time of year to enjoy boating, fishing, gardening, and golf. How about swimming and playing in the park, Parker? Yes, Hudson. Unless you're experiencing sneezing, headaches, nasal congestion, itchy, watery eyes, and hives, it's allergy season. Can Grandpa help people feel better? Yes, Hudson. At the Roscoe Allergy Center in Dubois, folks can get relief so they can enjoy their summer. Call Grandpa today at 814-375-0455. Modern solutions with the allergy care you've been looking for. The law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Dom Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Would you like to join a community service-oriented group to help provide remarkable services such as the Halloween Parade, Santa Parade, a Memorial Golf Outing, the annual Harvest Festival, award secondary educational scholarships, and raise several fundraising events? 
If so, the Quaker Valley Rotary Club is looking for people of action who live a service above self type of lifestyle and want to help make the Quaker Valley District even better. Please visit us at www.quakervalleyrotary.org or call Scott Zayner at 412-720-0298.